At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, along with Adam Hill today from the Las Vegas Review Journal, covers a lot of stuff here in this city, including gambling. Uh, and he also covers the Raiders, the Golden Knights, UFC. Probably forgot something along the line. Been betting since it's, uh, you've been legal out here in Las Vegas? Maybe before. I think statute of limitations is up on that. It's up now? You can't get in trouble yeah, for that so. now? Okay. Yeah. It's good to have you in studio today. Thanks for sitting in. You too. It sounds like you do a lot. When you read it all together, it sounds like there's a lot there, but there's really not. There's not much substance to it. And that, no, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's all surface. Is it, that's all yeah. it is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, today, coming up on the program, uh, Jonathan Von Tobel will talk a little NBA with him. Last night, the Lakers go down in six games to the Suns in the Phoenix Suns advance to take on the Denver Nuggets in round two. We'll tell you about those uh, series prices coming up in a few minutes. Eddie Olchek is going to be in studio. He is uh, calling the Golden Knights and Avalanche game tonight out here in Las Vegas, a pivotal game three. Jeff Siegel, uh, the GOAT on horse racing, coming up in the last hour of the program, as is uh, Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet. You are a busy man, as we talked about. I mean, you were in Denver for the first two games of the series between the Knights and the Avalanche. Correction. Game one. I had to fly back to do Raiders practice, so I missed game two. I was only there for game one. Oh, is that right? I just assumed Crazy. you were there. Jeez. Yeah, Raiders are practicing. Knights are playing. It's, it's a lot going on. But, yeah, it's a it's a busy time of year, which you wouldn't expect. You would think it was just hockey playoffs and kind of that's it. But, you know, Raiders have minicamp going on right now, so plenty to do. And you're going to be going to the game tonight, obviously, sure. out here covering that. But it was interesting. You were telling me before the show started that you're there 
you're at like a barbecue with some people that you know, and a bunch of people showed up, and the Avalanche are obviously the best team in hockey right now, and once they found out what you do for a living, the only thing they wanted to talk about? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'll believe it. I mean, it's a huge football town. It's funny. I actually, like, for a second, you know, when you're in a place and you're not at home, you kind of forget where you are. Sure, sure. And so, like, immediately, you know, somebody was like, oh, you know, what do you do? And I kind of told them. And then they said, are we getting Aaron Rodgers? And I was like, wait, we, where are, oh, we're in Denver. That's right, yes. Uh, The Broncos (laughs) are in the running. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if they're necessarily the front runner. I mean, they're the team that has the most smoke and the most kind of heat around them. But, uh, yeah, it was very clear that once the conversation turned to sports, that's what they cared about. Yeah. No Avalanche, no NHL, there was no like Stanley s- Cup. Some mention, and you have to remember it was the day after a 7-1 when they were like, they were, yeah, well, we, this, we series, got this. this series is over. There's yeah. no interest in that. It was all, yeah, it was all Aaron Rodgers talk and – um, actually, about the stadium too. They're interested, in, like what the okay. stadium looks like yeah. and that sort of thing. And oh, can you get tickets for Allegiant Stadium? The uh, answer yes, yes. is no. Yeah, yeah. A- Adam, if if Aaron comes to Denver and wants the Broncos play at Allegiant, I can come, right? Yeah, I just met you ten minutes ago, but I'll put you on the list. No yeah. problem. Uh, you know what? You are the first person to ask me. <laughs> yes. Uh, so so yeah. You know what? Uh, nobody else is interested in that. So yes, absolutely, right to the top of the list for you. Just slide right in. The yeah. limo's going to be waiting for you. No problem. I'll set up everything. Yeah, I'll pick you up at the airport, take it over. It'll be great. Sure. Why not? It is crazy, though, like how these NHL series, well, NBA, whatever, but the NHL, specifically how they can change on a dime. Like if the Golden Knights, the Golden Knights were the better team in game two. Yeah. They won that game. This is a brand new series. Like last night in overtime, Carolina had to have that game. They did. They got it. And now all of a sudden, ah, this is kind of juicy the way it works. So uh, we'll continue with this coming up. Uh, and we're going to recap last night's action as well moving forward. And we'll look at some of these series prices in the NBA coming up here on Follow the Money. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Colin Marikawa, the clubhouse leader at the memorial at Muirfield Village, half the field has not completed its first round due to rain. Marikawa is six under 66. His odds to win the tournament have shortened from 18 to 1 to 4 to 1. Adam Long, one shot off the pace at five under par. He is 50 to 1. 153rd running of the Belmont Stakes at Belmont Park tomorrow, a central quality 2 to 1. Rombauer, the Preakness winner, 3 to 1. Hot Rod Charlie, 7 to 2. Rock Your World, 9 to 2. Known Agenda, 6 to 1. The Mavericks can close out their series with the Los Angeles Clippers. They're laying 2.5 at home today with a total of 216 in the hook. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Good to have you on board, and don't forget our new feature here on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. So your next sports bet at vcin.com. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill from the Las Vegas 
Review Journal filling in for Paulie Howard. His uh, vacation continues here on a Friday morning. So last night, uh, a lot of great playoff action. Both games in the NHL go to overtime, and that betting angle continues to just be awesome. But you're up like almost 30 units now, just betting overtime every game so far in the playoffs, which is great. And then, I mean, I had the Lakers minus two. I bet him, that work out for you. Bet him last night. Here's what I did. Because, and Matt, Matt was on the show, Matt Eumann's on the show yesterday. He said that he was reading all the quotes. I'm quite confident Anthony Davis is going to play. I waited until the afternoon to bet the Lakers. Um, and that news became official, like a little bit after I, when I bet it. But I'll tell you, when it was 27-10, I believe, and Booker couldn't miss, and Anthony Davis left the game, I fired on the Suns in play. I laid like $4. Could have been a mistake in the, in the long run. But I had to do it, and I just I basically broke even on the game last night. But when it, when Davis went down, that completely changed everything again last oh, night. Oh, of course, this was one game, and you know I I know some people have their opinions on well, is it an excuse? Is it a reason when somebody doesn't play? Um, this th- this team is so built for two guys, right? I mean, it's LeBron and AD, and they kind of put all their eggs in that basket. And once AD wasn't healthy, it wasn't going to go. You knew in Game Five that they were going to be in major trouble, and that was kind of a game they said. Okay, we'll let him sit. Hopefully he's healthy for game six, come home, then force to game seven. That was kind of the strategy there. Uh, but I think yesterday going in, and, and you're right, you were reading the tea leaves that, hey, it looks like Anthony Davis is going to try to go. But you also have to consider, like, what is he going to have? I know. And when he goes out there, and you see, you look at the highlights, when anytime he tries to play defense, anytime he tries to get in a stance, he's just grabbing, and, you know, he, he's got nothing. And, and you kind of knew right then if he wasn't going to be able to play and he played, you know, five minutes and then had to, had to you know, hang it up, Without him, it was over. And so you were in a great position to make that, that in-game play. And by the way, the Lakers did, like, they showed fight. No, they I absolutely did. A lot of people say, you know, they just kind of gave up. Like, they didn't. They were just way too far behind. They got it down to 10 a couple of times there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They had a real chance at the end of the third, actually, to get it to 10 and maybe even less. And the Suns were able to hit some shots. I thought there was one really key play uh, where Booker pulled up when the Lakers had just, they had all kinds of intensity on defense. They were really trying to make a charge. And Booker just pulled up and hit a three in the middle of the, in the middle of the late, or excuse me, the middle of the of the floor, and that really was like kind of a backbreaker. There was a couple of backbreaking shots they hit, but that was a really big one where they just couldn't get it under ten, and the Suns were able to pull away. I, I will fully give the Lakers credit last night because again they were down by what twenty eight in the first half. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be an, a repeat or a carbon copy of what took place in the previous game when they got blown up by thirty points and LeBron left the court with a few minutes to go. But they actually at halftime when it was down to I believe twenty, and by that with that reverse lay-in by Wesley Matthews at the buzzer, <laughs> that put it over the total. By the way, in the first oh, half, okay. there's all the chaos that took place, a couple of technical free throws. It, like he had no chance to go over the total, and because of that, it actually did in the first half. But you know, to to actually get it to within ten and to lose by thirteen points last night, yeah, they didn't they didn't wave the white flag like they probably did in the in the game before that, obviously in game five. But now. No Lakers here, and you're right. I mean, they're so dependent upon a guy like Anthony Davis, and he just he missed so many games this year, and that's kind of. But you know, as Charles Barkley has been calling him this week, he's Anthony Street Clothes Davis. It sucks. I mean, he's awesome, but he's always banged up. Yeah, and there, there's a couple of guys. That's funny. I'm actually uh, as we're sitting here, we're seeing some Julio Jones highlights too, and I'm like, uh, eh, kind of the kind of the same thing. I know. I mean, I know. Julio Jones actually plays a lot of games, but there's so many games he's questionable. He plays the first quarter, misses a quarter here and there, misses a drive here and there. Um, you know, similar. You know, just to make that comparison, just because he's on in here, but uh, yeah, we've we've seen this from Anthony Davis a lot. Like the Lakers needed more, the Lakers needed to build more around them, and they tried to put a couple pieces in place. But the team was so dependent. And when you 
when you go all in, like this is a strategy. You build a super team, you're going to sacrifice depth. Clearly, the Lakers did, and without Anthony Davis, they were in trouble. But let's also, like, so much talk about the Lakers, and rightfully so, defending champions, all the headlines, everything else. Suns are good. They're really good. They're, I mean, the, the addition of Chris Paul, Monty Williams did a great job. You saw Booker, I mean, I don't know if Booker can win an MVP in this league, but he, he might be at that level some point where he's going to be in the mix to win an MVP. Yeah. Like, he's that good of a player. And when he's on, I mean, he's one of the best shooters in the league, and he was awesome last I mean, the shot-making last night in the league alone, that the first quarter from Michael Porter in the Denver game was just <laughs> insane. He couldn't miss, and I think he had 22 in the first quarter. And then you're like, well, that's one of the better performances I've ever seen. And Booker's like, yeah, hold my beer for a second. Until an hour from now. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's like the no-hitters <laughs> yeah. in baseball this year. Yeah. Well, that was fun. That was number five. Well, now we got number six brewing a little bit later on in the West Coast tonight. Yeah, and I, and I just want to make sure that we at least reference, because there is so much talk about Lakers, and that's going to happen everywhere. Everything sure. you watch today uh, in terms of you know the sports world and you know kind of what happened last night, it's going to be talking about the Lakers. And again, it's the end of their season. They, they've kind of earned that, I guess, for being what they are and being defending champions and you know going through the season, and now it's over, but... You know, let's not let's not take away from the fact that the Suns played a really good series. The Suns stepped on the Lakers' throat in Game Five when the Lakers allowed them to, yep. and they put them away. And then Game Six, we talk about how you know how much the Lakers tried to fight back, how much heart they showed. I guess in that second half of hey, we're going to make one last stand here, but the Suns never allowed them to come back. And the Suns took advantage in that first half when the Lakers were reeling. Like it could it would have been easy to take your foot off the gas pedal and be you know up fourteen or twelve or sure. 50, somewhere around there. And then the Lakers have a chance to come back. The Suns did a really, really good job of putting that game out of reach in the first half when they had the chance to. And you very rarely see that in the NBA. Well, this also opens up, you know, some the possibilities in the Western Conference alone now. And I'm guessing there are some future tickets out to win the Western Conference on a team like the Suns, uh, on a team like the Mavericks if they win tonight, right? Because now Mike Conley has a hammy. That doesn't look good for Utah. And they were really good in their series against Memphis, but they're the one seed. They had the best overall record this year. They were tremendous. But if you lose a guy like Mike Conley and he can't go, if he's not 100%, that could be a big loss. Now, all of a sudden, you go from the idea of, well, really all year long, it was kind of the Lakers as the favorites. The Clippers were right there with them. Both those teams in L.A. could get knocked out. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait, now we're looking at the Mavericks, Jazz, and the Nuggets, Suns in the Western Conference? And I'll, maybe we can do this with JBT a little bit later on. And maybe this is me not giving the Nuggets enough credit, although I liked them in the series against Portland. If they had a healthy Jamal Murray, could they not come out of the West right now? Could they not anyway? That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe yeah. I'm not giving, maybe they can. Yeah. Maybe they can come out of the West. Well, I mean, you're talking about how open the West is. And we've known this for a while, but now I think it really opens your eyes to say, how open, is, like, the East team now is in a great position. Whoever can come out of the East yeah. is looking around and saying, no Lakers, and and we know that the Lakers have been vulnerable, but they are officially gone. Yep. And the Clippers could be gone as soon as tonight. All of a sudden, the, the team that wins the East is like, hey, we could win this thing for sure. Not sure. that they couldn't before, but it's open now. I, yeah, absolutely it is. And I do think the Conley injury is something to absolutely monitor because if that's, like, how do you really just come back from a hammy that quickly? And I want to know, like, how how and who, I, I know it was like the training staff that were they were making the call yesterday on Davis. How did he get cleared? Well, I, I mean, I feel like that was one of those cases of he probably wouldn't have in any other circumstance. If they're not facing elimination, if they're up 3-2, he's probably not clear. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this is it, – it's a science for sure. It's, hey, you know, how much risk of an injury is there? How much is this? And they weigh all that as a medical staff. But I think it's also, okay, well, if he, if he doesn't play, they're going to lose most likely 
season's over. You got plenty of time to heal anyway. Let's go. Let's get let's get out there because I don't think under most circumstances he would have been cleared. It if, was clear he couldn't go. If that's a Wednesday in February, he's not going to go. <laughs> he wouldn't be in the building <laughs> for uh, sure. So I was hoping I would wake up today and see like the Suns minus one fifty because I do like them against the Nuggets, but sure. they're going to they do have the MVP and God, his third quarter was so good. I mean, and like the the IQ that we have in the younger generation of basketball players today in the NBA and the shot making ability, like I talked about, is just off the charts. But the, the Suns are laying 220 in the series at DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, it's, a little, I, it's a little bit too rich for my blood to be laying that. I, I would agree with that. And, and I, think, I think you're right. I think you kind of expected the line to come a little lower and there would have been some value there to, to jump on the Suns and say that they should be able to win this. But now you're looking at what the, where the number is and you start to think about, you know, as you mentioned, Jokic, so good. Is MPJ going to play like that I, for extended stretches? And more importantly, yeah. is Mike Malone gonna, going to allow him? To, to have that kind of freedom to play at that level? Like, mm-hmm. now this is a more dangerous team. So it is kind of worth talking about the Nuggets uh, at this number where it wouldn't have been probably in the conversation had it been around where we thought it would be in that mid-150 you know 150 range. Yeah, and I feel kind of bad for a guy like Damian Lillard because, oh. you know, I, I love what he's doing, and we have all these super teams in the NBA, but he's, he's loyal to the Blazers. He wants to stay there. He wants to build a winner there, kind of like we've seen so far with Giannis in Milwaukee at this point. He's 26. Who knows that could change? Yeah. But he's so talented and he's so gifted. They're just not a very good basketball team. He's not here, here's I heard this conversation and I fought back on this, but I, I'll throw it out to you. Should we fault Lillard for not chasing a title, for not going to a super team, for not signing with somebody else? Like, do we look at him and say he doesn't care about winning because he's not doing those things that we accuse other players of? No, doing? I, I couldn't get there. I, I just I, I couldn't either. But I couldn't I, it, it was an interesting point that was brought up to me, and I was like, I'm not with that. But it is, I think it might be worth a discussion of, you know, the, all these other guys that we criticize for, oh, you're just joining a super team. Well, what about guys that don't? Like, are they not, are they not trying to win? And, and, like, I think he's got enough talent around him, and I think they could build enough talent around him, find some guys, and maybe it's on the Blazers to get him those guys. But, sure. um, yeah, I think there, there is something to be said about, hey, he's being loyal, and this is what we want out of our athletes. But at the same time, like, do you have do you have to go somewhere if you, if you're going to try to wait and you don't think it's going to happen? Is it on you to then go somewhere else? Mm. I like this. You know, it's it's refreshing to have a couple of guys, of course, stay you know for their entire careers with the team that drafted them or however they got into the league, whatever. And you know, to see them and you know, some guys fall in love with the city that they were drafted by, uh, and they just like this is my home, this is my community. I love it here. I can't imagine myself playing anywhere else. And you know, if you ask them that before they were drafted and they go to these random cities where they've probably never been, they're like, I have nothing. I've never been to the city. I don't care about it whatsoever. But once you've been there for a long time, you have your roots then. You might have a family. I don't know. And you're like, yeah, I can't leave. It's too good. I like it here. You know, you know where the coffee shop is. You know where your restaurants are. Right, yeah, are. you're used to everything. Yeah. I don't want to... There's something to be said about that. Listen, I am that with Vegas. Uh, yes, you are. Like, I, yeah. you know, I've had earlier in my career as, a, you know, covering sports, it was like, well, if you're going to cover major league sports, you got to move somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. you got to do somewhere. You got to go. Somewhere. There's never going to be sports here, so you got to. I stuck it out because I was like, I just love this place. Like, I just want to stay yeah, here. Sure, sure. And all of a sudden, it just got better. And that's what you're hoping for, Dame. Like, not, I'm not comparing myself to Damian Lillard. No, well, you're close. Like, you're no, in the conversation. But, but like for him, you know, he's he's waiting there. He's like, this yeah. is where I'm going to be. And at some point, let's hope that it gets much better here. And all of a sudden, like I'm able to build what I want to build here in my in my town. My ultimate pipe dream, and I said this yesterday with humans on the show, would be to see uh, Curry and Dame play on the same team together. Oh. I mean, <laughs> it, 
it would be it would be almost too fun. I, I would be obsessed. I would watch every single game. I would not you, miss a second. I'm going to start like just thinking about how I would defend that. I, a, I, that's a, that's the reason why. How would you possibly? What are you going to do? Well, do you just get like? Do you just find the three best screeners in the league to play with them? <laughs> yeah. And just run screens all day and get them both open because they, they can they can defend. They can grab some rebounds. Oh yeah, and they can uh, absolutely get you. You know, a look where there's nobody within six feet. Did you ever play the game Arch Rivals back in the day? I don't think so. Oh, you got to get on. I mean, I don't know where you'd find it. Was it like 30 years old? Was it a video game? It was like a video game. Yeah, it was like a street ball. Like you used to be able to pick the guy that you wanted to use. Was it a two on two? Yeah, and like one of the guys that you could pick was just like this big bruiser that had like a mohawk and would punch people and knock the ball out of their hand. Is that right? That's I would get three of those guys. Yeah. Sorry, I went a long way to get there. I thought you might know. (laughs) That's good though. I like it. (laughs) It's a good one. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to go back in my memory bank to see if I can actually pull it out of there. But the two on two. There was one guy with like goggles. It was a great game. Yeah. Uh, other series prices, I've seen the 76ers as low as $1.75, as high as a little bit north of $2 against the Hawks. Hawks, I think, well, with no Embiid, if, if he can't go and he's not healthy, the Hawks, I think, are going to be live in this series. But Could we get Trey Young on our Curry and, and Dame team? That'd be pretty good. <laughs> We've got a lot have of those three start and then yeah. just have who would be the two other guys that we need on the team to make it effective. Like a, we could go back and get Charles Oakley. Oakley <laughs> and a Dream on Green type? Sure, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young is... Just so incredibly fun to watch. I mean, this he is nobody watches the Hawks during the regular season except for people that are betting like us. Sure, uh, but he is just and he's got really good talent around him. Like I, I like what this team has. I mean, not that they could win a title necessarily, but I, I like what they've started to build around him with some of the talented players they have. And obviously, he's incredibly fun uh, to watch. And he's not just fun; he's kind of taken that level, that step from fun to really, really good. And he's been a good player, but I think he's he's almost on that precipice of great and and being able to do a lot leaves a lot to, to be desired defensively of course sure but on the offensive end of the floor he's just so dynamic and uh it's just enjoyable to see what he's doing right now you know i think people easily mock the trade they made when they actually drafted luka Doncic and then they traded him for uh trey young sure uh that's actually a trade that's worked out pretty well for both teams i mean i luka is just uh, you know on another planet he's so talented but trey young is i mean a, a level below him. Yeah, I mean uh, he's awesome. We and we can uh, we can talk to JVT about this. I know he was talking to me uh, yesterday about going back and looking at that draft. Like that year's draft was so deep and so good. There's so many players that are so impactful right now from that draft year. Uh, and so yeah, they both got guys that are you know, really good and you know worthy of building a franchise around. And the Kings could have had either guy. The Kings could have had De'Aaron Fox and like Young in the backcourt, both point guards, or De'Aaron Fox and, and Luca, but they took Bagley from Duke. Well, are you surprised the Kings made the no, wrong decision? No, I mean, go back and look at their history once. Yeah. I mean, yikes. They have whiffed on so many players in the last 15 years, it's really remarkable. Could have been the Vegas Kings. Yeah, right? Could have been. Uh, all right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We only have one game in the NBA tonight. It is the Clippers and the Mavericks. We do have a, a couple in the NHL. Like we said at the beginning of the show, Adam covers the Golden Knights. He'll be at the game tonight. Uh, they almost won the game in Game 2. Could have been a completely different series. But how does he anticipate the game going tonight against Colorado? We'll get into it coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
1-800-636-3665. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Third and final leg of the Triple Crown is tomorrow. And first bet is the perfect place to start your betting action. Sign up now. You're going to get analysis and wagering on every single race with AI-assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website to celebrate the Belmont Stakes. First bet is giving 20 bucks in free bets for all new users who sign up now through June 5th when you use the promo code VEGAS20. And uh, also, on top of that, everybody who redeems this $20 free bets will receive full access to VEASAN subscription products for free and a $20 credit for merchandise in the VEASAN store. This is our best racing offer yet. Go to vsin.com slash horses for details. 
That's VSIN.com slash horses and use the promo code Vegas20. So, uh, two games tonight in the National Hockey League. And did you know, Adam, that if you are, this is a, so the, the fans, the uh, hockey fans that watch the show up in Canada, all over on Sportsnet, uh, Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg. You've been to a lot of these cities actually covering the Golden Knights. I have. Edmonton. I, w- I will not. Uh, I will not share my thoughts on some of those towns with. Okay. Uh, no, they're actually. I love Canada. I'm, Canada's amazing. I've been accused of of being, people have said move there because I'm so I rave so much about the towns in Canada. They're incredible. It's I love great. It up there. Love it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, one of our viewers has been on top of this now since like probably the first week of the first round okay. when he said, "Here's my angle. I bet the I bet every game to go to overtime only in the first round." If that if you continue to do that, including like the games last night, twenty games have gone to overtime so far. Wow. To this point. Twenty in the NHL have gone to overtime. You're up around thirty units betting every game to go to OT. It's a good angle. It's not like that every year. No. Obviously. But you're probably gonna be ahead more years than not. And this year is a spectacular year, year to be doing this. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things with like with a trend like that is you're probably not going to get crushed if it doesn't work out. Like if it doesn't yeah. Because you're going to get enough of them at a good enough number that you, you might lose, sure. But you're not. it's not like you're going to lose every single one and no, just get absolutely. wiped out. And once you have a 3-1 to one come in, like yeah. that's going to wipe out a couple of your other losses, obviously. So, yeah. And you have a night like, like, like last night, bam, there you go. If it's around $3, you're picking up like six units. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm still kind of in shock that the Golden Knights game went to overtime the other night, the way that the Golden Knights played uh, throughout that game. But... You get another one there. You pick that one up. And and that was a, a kind of a stunning one to go to overtime after the way that Colorado dominated the first game and then was a, was a bigger favorite in the second game. You know, for that to go to overtime had to be a pretty good number. But let me ask you. So as a guy who's been doing this for a long time as well, like this happens all the time, right? You see what happens in game one. It's a blowout. It's a total one-sided affair. Yeah. Colorado looked like they were the best team ever and Las Vegas looked like an expansion team in game yeah. one, right? Couldn't keep up with them. But then once they put Flurry back in goal, you would expect, like, okay, that's kind of a big deal. Leonard hadn't played in a while, and they're probably not going to get blown out again just because they're really close, talent-wise, to Colorado. Well, they're, they're, they're such a good team. They, I mean, yeah. you, you expected that response. And I'll say, uh, funny enough, that you, you're breaking this trend up. Um, when I was asked uh, in an interview right before the game uh, on you know the other night in Game 2, they said, what's going to happen? And I said, well, Colorado's going to win in overtime. That was my, oh, that that was my prediction for the game, yeah. And, and I thought, like, not necessarily some like brilliant uh, handicap of it. I just thought it was going to be a very, very tight game, a much closer game. And I knew you were going to get a big response from the Golden Knights. They're way too good sure, of, of a team to, to just lay down like they did in the first game. In that first game, everything was working against them. You know, they were coming off a of Game 7 less than 48 hours earlier. They had to travel. They put Leonard in, who hadn't played in over two weeks. Yep, yep. Like, everything was going in the wrong direction for the Golden Knights. And, you know, being there in that building, it, that was as bad as I've seen them play. It's as bad as I've seen almost anybody play. Like, it wasn't just that they were giving up goals. They were falling down. They couldn't skate. Like, it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. And you knew they were going to do that again. And it's only natural for a team like Colorado, who's so good, who played so well in the first game, to kind of take their foot off the gas pedal a little bit. And, like, you know, not, not that you're saying that openly or you're... Of you course. Know, it's just, it's just it's what happens. It's natural. And I think you saw that a little bit where Colorado came out. They were really, really good in the first period again. And the Golden Knights just said, no, enough of this. They found a way to neutralize the top line. They found a way to neutralize McCarr. And, and it was a much, much different game. But in the end, Colorado still wins. Yeah. And the Knights were the better team from the second oh, yeah. period on. They probably should have won the game. They didn't. They're down 0-2. And now tonight, I'm looking here at Circa. It's basically a pick 'em. 
They have the Avalanche minus 107 and the Knights minus 103. Other spots, uh, you're looking at the Avalanche around minus 120. What do you anticipate here? So, Colorado, I like I've thought all season is the better team. I I thought going into the series they win the series. Um, but again, the Golden Knights had a good response last game. I do believe if the Knights are, I don't, I'm not saying they're only going to win one game in the series, but the most likely game for them to win in this series is Game Three tonight at T-Mobile Arena. It's going to be a full house. The crowd is going to be absolutely insane. Yep. They, the crowd knows that the Knights need them. The Knights are looking for that energy. I think the Knights win this game. I want to run some player props by you coming up next on that game, but also the Clippers and Mavericks game as well. Luca's points, rebounds, and assists is insanely high, but it actually might be too low at this point, if that makes yeah. sense. I'll explain coming up. For your winnings, cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get 250 bucks for a match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21 to play. Uh, tonight, we only have one game in the NBA, but when you look at player props, uh, Mavericks, Clippers, Luka's number is 47.5, Adam. Over. For points. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even want me to spit the number out? I just want to go over. You could tell me it's 70. Uh, well, he's almost hit 70 in the series. Yeah. At this point, like, it, it's very square. This is not normally the way I would make, I would make bets. Uh-huh. I don't care what the number is. Whatever the number is, I'm betting it over. It's insane what he's doing. Well, you would not bet over, like, let's be. You're kidding. Yeah, I'm I, kidding, know you're, I know you're kidding, but for the people who are like, ooh, you would not bet over 55? No, you're, you are starting to get to, like, a place where, like, okay. Yeah, then not yeah. stay away. What, what I'm saying is, like, I feel like they're not going to put, because because the number still has to be at a reasonable number, right. number because yes. you know the Sharps will come in and pound the under. Of course, yes. They're not going to put any crazy number up there. Um, I I would just look at it. I'm just looking at, like, whatever whatever money I could get down on Luca doing anything, I'm doing it right now. It's insane. What, what like doing. whatever number might, might be realistic and within reason for him to sure. hit. And 47 and a half, I said before the break, I mean, that's an insanely high number. I mean, LeBron at one point yesterday when we were doing the show was 49 and a half. That was a thought that no AD and his, I think right, his right, point right. prop was 31 and a half, whatever. But Luca, his points, rebounds, and assists by game so far. It's down, it's, look, it's down to 46 and a half now. Okay. Sure. Uh, 52, 53, 62. Did have 31 in there. That was the uh, next drain game. And then 64 in the bounce back game. So he's gone over in four of the five games, and he has sailed over, essentially, in all of them. But two of them, he's been in the 60s. The, the Clippers, right? they have all these dynamic playmakers and supposed to be good on defense. They just don't have an answer for this guy, and it goes back to last season. It's insane. And, and obviously, Dallas, and I'm sure the Clippers are going to do whatever they can. Uh, to just try to focus on him, but it hasn't really seemed to matter. And and if you do, like he he's willing to pe- make the pass, and then you're still getting you know credit toward getting to this number. Uh, so yeah, I mean I, I'm being I'm being hyperbolic, obviously by just saying bet the over no matter what. But like what he is doing, 
you almost can't bet unders with him right now. No, I think it's like it's only over or pass right. at this point with him. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, you you've you've got that backdrop that they're not going to make it too insane because they would get pounded the of other course. way. Yeah. So you can you can kind of trust that it's going to be a reasonable number that's up mm-hmm. on the board, and you just see what he is doing is He's he's got you know guys around him, of course, and you see the Porzingis number up there, who hasn't been much help for him. At Not at all. In this series, no. Nope. Uh, so I think that's what, why Luca has taken it more on his shoulders. But like they are in a spot now. The, the series is coming down. They've got two games left. They got to win one of them. Like they're if they go down, they're going to go down with their best guy, and it's going to be on Doncic Doncic to figure out how to get them to the next round. Like he's going to have it in his hands a lot, and so I, I'm I'm willing to bet. Pretty much, you know, any reasonable number over with him. No, that's, I mean, 47 and a half is absolutely more than obtainable. Sure. Like I talked about in the series so far, he's done that in every game but one. Uh, in fact, the game the other night, he scored or assisted on 31 of the 37 field goals they had. I, I actually, uh, to go back to JVT, that's why, you know, everybody here counts on, counts on him for NBA knowledge. So do I. I just text him and uh, hit him up and see what he's thinking. But he showed me the shot chart of shots that uh, he assisted or scored. And then shots that he didn't. And you're like, my goodness, there were six field goals that he didn't have a part of. I mean, it's just, it's the highest percentage. Yeah, it really is. Crazy. I mean, so Kawhi's number is 42.5, which, by the way, could also be too low. Uh, So far in the series, points, rebounds, and assists for Kawhi, 41, 51, 47, 42, and he had 30 in a dud game last time out, but it's probably the right number. Stay away here for me, but I'm yep. not going to be surprised if he goes over that. Uh, and Paul George is 37.5. He's been in the 40s twice so far, and he had 39 combined in the last game. Porzingis, interestingly here enough, is 24.5 tonight. He has been under that number every game in the series. Yeah, he's he's not been good. No, not at all. Um, and that's it, it's pretty surprising and pretty amazing, and it actually speaks even higher of Luka that he has had you know very little. Uh, from Porzingis in, in terms of help, and, and he's still taking them uh, to be on the verge of advancing in the series. So it, it's been a very uh, very impressive run uh, for Luka, for sure. But on, on the Clipper side, I do kind of expect a breakout from Paul George. I expect a so pretty do big I, game from tonight. him tonight. I, why am I doing that? Why am I in that same boat with I don't you? Know. I don't know. It's just it's a feeling. And sometimes, like as much as I'm into analytics and numbers and, and all of those other things, sure. Like there is still a little bit every once in a while of just like, yeah, I just feel that today. Yeah, you have a feel for some stuff. Yeah. Sure. And I, I think that that, that is worth, um, worth looking at and worth exploring that Paul George uh, is the guy that breaks out. Because again, like this is why he's there. This is like he's there to help Kawhi to try to take them to the next level. And if not now, when? If not tonight, uh-huh. there's, no, there's no other time. Like you're done. You're thinking about this all summer. So I, I do expect Paul George to... Uh, to have a major, major role in this game tonight. It's funny you brought that up. We never even discussed that before the show, and because uh, the top point score in the game tonight, there's only one player I would bet. It's Paul George. It's the the, the number, obviously. He's 4-1. to one. Yeah. Like, Luka's plus 135. Kawhi's the same number. Paul George is 4-1. to one. Uh, He can get to 30. Sure. Yeah. And, th- and that can be the highest score of the game. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I was going to say I have no doubt, but uh, I, I, certainly there's... There's some doubt, but I, I, he's certainly capable of it. And again, uh-huh. like this is why he's hurt. He hears the criticism. He knows what people say about him, and all the all the you know, cute nicknames that people have come up with about his play. Uh, I, I do expect and he hasn't been awful. Um, he's had his moments here and there, but I, I do expect uh, a really big game from him tonight, and to uh, to try to keep their season alive. And they've been much better in Dallas in the series than they were at home. We only have like a minute left here in this segment. Um, 
and we can circle back to this later on in the show as well, as much fun as Luca is to watch, what's it like to watch Nate McKinnon in person? I've never seen anybody skate that fast, I don't think, in my entire life. Well, Connor McDavid. McDavid's right there. Yeah, you're right. insane. Yeah, the way he goes coast to coast, too. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Bo- both those guys are unreal. But McKinnon's moves that he has and how shifty he is. And that, that's how he does it? Right? That's, that's exactly like, that. That's, zips yeah, around? Right, that's how I do it. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's obvious. It's one of those guys where, like, when you're watching hockey, like, you don't need a number. He doesn't need to have a number on. If you're watching like a scrimmage, like you know everybody who it has is. a safe shirt. Like, oh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> but, but the thing about him is that they have loaded that line so much uh, with the talent that they have around him. And, like, when that line is on the ice, you just feel like they have, they're going to have a scoring chance every single time they take a shift. Um, and they've been, uh, they've been incredible. And last game, the second and third period, the Knights were able to slow them down a little bit. But, yeah, it's fun to watch him. I'm, it's not fun for Golden Knights fans. I know that. And I, they're probably angry at us for saying how fun it is to watch him play. But... It just is. And yeah, when he's, he's on the ice, when he gets the puck and he gets some some space, oh God. look out. He's plus 123 to score tonight. On the flip side, Pacioretty's plus 175. Stone's plus 188. A couple other guys there, plus 254 at the Golden Knights. So uh, Adam also covers the UFC. We'll get into the card coming up this weekend. And I have to ask him for his breakdown on this side. Uh, Jake Paul, Tron Woodley fight coming up as well. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live today from the oddtrader.com studio here at Circa Resort at CasinoOddTrader.com. Download the free oddtrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You're going to get real-time bet tracking. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses all at oddtrader.com. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill filling in for the vacationing Paul Howard today here on Follow the Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And uh, as I said going to the break, we will get into uh, the UFC card and your thoughts on Paul and Woodley coming up and maybe a little bit on Mayweather and Paul as well. But to con- uh, continue our conversation, you actually like somebody to score a goal tonight in the uh, VGK game? I do, and, and listen, most of the time when we do this, I would l- I would like to give away like huge long shots and, and sure. guys that are big have big numbers. Um, but I, I did see a, a number on Max Pacioretty at plus one seventy five, and I'd like him to score um, for for a particular reason. Uh, I do expect the Golden Knights to have several power play opportunities in this game. Uh, the way that the last game ended. Certainly a lot of controversy about the penalty that was called in overtime against the Knights. Yep. Uh, I think by the letter of the law it was the right call, but it was a pretty soft call, which you don't usually see in overtime. So I do think, like, listen, referees talk. They see the news. They know what they know what's going on. The, the Avalanche had four power plays in the first period and then one on a power play in overtime. I think the Knights get a, a bunch of chances. And while their power play has not been very good, uh, it's been a problem all year long for the Knights. Uh when Pacioretty is out there, it is a much better unit, and I and and when, especially when they're at home, they really filter the puck to him. Uh, he's got you know his, you know his spot just like Ovechkin does for the Capitals. Like he's got his spot where he is, and you just see him there all the time. He's just waiting for the puck, and they they try to get it to him. And I think they'll be able to at least on one of those opportunities. And and I do expect him to have enough chances that he will score a power play goal in this game. Okay. So. Plus one seventy five. What's well, one seventy five score goal? If you can find like a power play goal number somewhere, I don't know who would put those out. But yeah, interesting. Uh, if you could find something, books like probably that. should. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. Uh, solid analysis there. And what I mean, the Avalanche on the power plays—they're totally. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's, it's mighty. It's not fair. I mean, and can I tell you, like the way the games ended last night, I had no money on the uh, first game, the Bruins Islanders game, but for a game in regulation to have the final two minutes where teams on the power play and it's tied. It's, it's pure insanity. I mean, just the, the adrenaline that I have as a, just a, a sports fan watching the game on my TV with no money on the game, my heart rate is just going like this. Imagine a Game 7. Uh, I mean... That situation yeah. in Game 7, it's crazy. Yeah, right? It's nuts. And, and uh, then we got the same thing later on because Tampa was on the power play to finish regulation against Carolina. They couldn't convert, and Carolina got him in overtime. Yeah, it's, it, it's like... You feel it, and it's one of the weird things about the the arena. And I know you were at uh, Game Seven 
for the Golden Knights, the first ever uh, Game 7 at T-Mobile Arena last week, which I think people are surprised by because the Knights have been in the playoffs yeah. every year. But yeah, first ever one. And, and there, was, there was times when it wasn't loud in there because it would like there was so much tension and now they you know they started to pull away a little bit but game one last year is the same thing it was loud for like the first five minutes and then it was so tense because that game was a zero zero game that uh, game the wild surprise like the intro was amazing but you could have heard a, at some points you could have heard a pin drop yeah in game one yeah just because you're exactly right there's nothing happening there are no goals it's like uh what's happening right now and, and let's go any, come on you know any mistake any slip up any bad pass like any weird bounce can decide the game, and and it's just everybody's just kind of waiting for that to happen, and that's that's one of the weird things you notice because you feel so much energy and and like excitement and tension in the building, but then all of a sudden you're like, wait, none of that is happening right now. It's just everybody like nervously holding their breath together, which is a really weird feeling. I know. Uh, updated series prices at DraftKings, uh, Colorado is heavier than an eight dollar favorite. Yeah. The Bruins are up to minus five ninety this morning. Uh, Tampa Bay is minus 305, Hurricanes plus 235 of the take back. And the other game that we have tonight, the Canadians are 225 now in their series against the Jets, Winnipeg plus 180. I, th- I thought the, the, the Avalanche number was interesting when it went up that high because I actually, you know, I think you feel better about the Knights now, of course, because of where the numbers are. Like, it's, it's crazy. You're down 2 nothing. It's one of the best team in mm-hmm. the league. So it's going to be really tough to rally. But I think you feel better about the Knights, you know, right now than you did just after losing Game One. Like they were, they were right there in it. They could have won it. And as heartbreaking as it was, like at least you show that you have some fight, that you're right there. And I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world to think they come home and win two games. No, and not all of a sudden all. make it a make it a three game series. So I, as much as I think the Avalanche are the best team, and I do think they're going to win the Stanley Cup. Like you, you talk about a plus five forty with a team that still has three home games left in this series. I think that might be worth at least taking a look at and um you know I, I think the the hurricanes now with with a little bit of life after the way that that game ended yesterday 100 percent. like yeah. if, if the knights can get game three tonight it changes the total dynamic of the oh, series yeah. right and then that number obviously is going to be long gone and that will be something much smaller after that and uh, it's hockey i mean anything can happen in this sport sure. like yeah. a two a 2-0 lead in a series means uh, nothing a lot of times especially because it was it was 2-0 at home like the avalanche did what they sure. were supposed to do now the Knights have their turn to do what they're supposed to do. And listen, I think it's, it's, there's, there's a good chance the Avalanche win one of these games, and it's 3-1, and the series is all but over. But look what the number is. It's minus 725. You're not going to bet the Avalanche in the series. No. So the Golden Knights, I think, again, you're betting this, uh, thinking maybe they win those two games here in Vegas, and then all of a sudden it's a completely different series and a different number. Okay, so I need you to talk me off the ledge here because, I mean, if you, you take me back like a week ago, there's no way I would have ever said this in my life. I could not imagine that I would have ever been in a spot to say what I'm about to say, especially on a gambling network. But I'm, I'm kind of upset with myself that I missed Jake Paul minus 110 in his upcoming don't, fight. Don't be. Don't be? No. You think Woodley wins? I, I think there's reasons to believe that Woodley would not win. I, I guess you can make the case. Woodley should win the fight. Why? Sure. Just because he has a history as a fighter? He's so a, he's, a, the, he's not Nate Robinson. Yeah, and 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 yeah, he's, and he's not Ben Askren. Like sure. again, he's not. He is not a. He's not a boxer, for sure. Okay, correct. He's got a really, really, really powerful right hand, and and the reasons I would say that I'm concerned about Woodley, is that his last couple of fights. Not that he's lost. He's been fighting some of the best fighters in the world. I don't care that he's lost. Like that's really high level competition, which is which Paul is not. Um. Uh, but he's been hesitant to throw. 
Like, that is a concern. Like, does that change all of a sudden just because he goes in and fights a much lesser competitor? Like, I don't know. I'll see where he is mentally. That's that's an interesting storyline to me. But if he goes in there and he's confident and he's comfortable and he's trained well leading up to that fight, I, I think he should be able to win just because of the power he possesses in that hand because he he will be able – he's not going to go down with one punch like like Askren did. Um, I, I feel like he's he's going to be right there with him. Like, I'm not overly convinced that he's going to win, but I, you can make cases for both sides. So I wouldn't be too concerned that you let that number get away from you. But as far as Paul goes, like, it's really weird because he is dedicated. He's he's training. It's not like he's just a YouTube guy that's showing up sure. and boxing. He's dedicated to it. But his cockiness is so out of control because essentially what he's doing, it's a different sport. MMA and boxing are two different sports. And what he's doing is he's challenging, like, pitchers to a home run derby and then beating them and, like, I beat baseball players. Easy, bro. Easy. But he, no, he, he is he's winning fights. I mean, you've no, got to give it to him. Yeah. So at some point, it's going to catch up with him. You would think so. I don't know if, it, if it's against Woodley or not. And now he's $1.70 at the Westgate. Yeah, I mean. John Anik said that he saw Woodley minus 150. Yeah, I've seen, I saw that. I saw, and I can't remember where that was. And yeah. I was like, okay, now people are starting to, to jump on the anti-Paul. But as you said, here in town, you know, you can find it on that side. So. Maybe it does swing back. Maybe maybe mm. people do see it. I'm sure what you're going to see, like you saw in the Askren fight, is you're going to see sparring footage released on both sides, and we're going to get excited and start to go in that direction. But like to me, this this fight is really about where Willie is mentally, and and if he's yeah. if he's confident and he believes in himself, and he goes in and he actually lets his hands go and he throws, he should win this fight. Well, something that you would know a lot about here, uh, the money differences between boxing and the UFC, <laughs> is it a money grab for Woodley? He talks about the difference between money in the two sports. Um, fighting at 190 and then having to go back to 170 is like, ah, oh. because you know, the, the amount of money I'm gonna make for this fight is gonna be quite a bit different than some of the other UFC, um, UFC fights or maybe even different promotion that maybe want to do MMA fights. But if you want me to do MMA at 170, now the, the bag is stupid. The best thing that's happened in the last 24 hours is. I'm smiling at my market value is where I said. So obviously he knows what he's going to be getting in this fight. And we had, Matt Eumann said this the other day on the show. And uh, Jordan Sherwood, who uh, comes on this network a lot, he loves the UFC, he bets on it. Uh, he, he said, absolutely, Matt is right. When Eumann said that Willie will probably make more in this boxing match than he did like in his four highest UFC paydays ever. I would think so. But again, it's not because so? of Tyron. That's not. I mean, so not at I, all. I do think you're they're fooling themselves a little bit, and some some of the fighters into being like, "Oh, look how much money's in boxing." No, look how much money is in YouTube. Like that, that's that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, yeah. Here's one more from Woodley, and do you think that he's okay? Just like, can he can he beat Paul just by showing up and not taking him seriously? This is Woodley saying it's his easiest fight ever. When I say this is going to be the the easiest fight and the biggest payday of, uh, of my career. That's the truth, but that's not because he's an easy fight. It's because I'm a train, but I'm gonna make it an easy fight. That's the difference. The difference between me and preparing cocky is that I'm gonna make it an easy fight because I'm gonna kill myself in the training room. I'm gonna train, I'm gonna be ready to roll. I'm excited about this. To be honest, I haven't been excited for a fight in a very long time. Wow, that is saying something. Has it been that excited for a fight in a long time? I believe it. I mean, I've, I've been around Tyron for a long time, covering a lot of his fights, and, and you've seen it, and you've seen times where he wasn't motivated and he wasn't training very hard. So 
if if he's if we're taking him at his word, which we have no reason not to right now, that sure. he is focused and he does want to go in. And I do think there's an embarrassment factor that I, that, I think see, he will train hard because he yeah. doesn't want to be embarrassed. That's the part that I buy in the most. Yeah. Right. These guys do have pride. Like, do you think Woodley is okay by losing a fight to Jake Paul no. down the road? He would be. People would never ever let him live that down, ever. Yeah, and like, I think that's what's going to drive him to the gym, and I think that that's why he's going to be ready for this fight. Imagine if Paul knocks him out in the first round. I don't want to. Then, I don't like, want to imagine that world. Like, what next then? I mean, another non-striker from the MMA world? I mean, his... Yeah, right? His last fight against Askren, per, like, numerous odds makers, heaviest bed boxing match so far this year, and it will be probably the entire year unless he keeps fighting to overtake it. Paul versus Paul? Paul versus Paul. There we go. Yeah. Once Paul beats Mayweather? 10, 10 million pay-per-views, actually. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Von Tobel in the next hour, who he likes tonight between the Mavericks and Clippers coming up. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.